0: Hey everybody, I'm Joe Strain, and this is the Joyrush Podcast. Today you're joined by me. That's right, you got a solo episode today, a couple things I want to talk about, and we're going to start off with my 30-day content challenge, which was back in July. I set a goal for myself to basically just create a piece of content every single day. Um, It ranged from GoPro videos of me and my friends jumping off cliffs, working on music, Uh, I filmed the TikTok with this random kid that was biking down my street. Um, But basically, it had no aim. And that was one of the reasons that led me to just stop midway through, was that I was spending so much time working on these pieces of content that ultimately, sure, they were rewarding, and I was able to create something and put it on my Instagram, which was in and of itself kind of something productive and something that was helping me with my content creation and just feeling like I was doing something while in the middle of my job hunt. Um, but realistically it just didn't wasn't really doing anything. It's just making content to make content and it didn't really have a purpose. So I just stopped. I was like, this is taking up a lot of my time that I should be doing other things. It's not really driven towards anything that I want to be accomplishing other than making these videos and I think a lot of us can kind of relate to that, whether it's in content creation or in other aspects of our life of just kind of doing something for the sake of doing it without really thinking about where we want to drive that energy and what the end result we want is. So stopped that process and kind of just took a break. Was thinking about what I wanted to do, um, spending time with family and friends, job hunting and and working on some other graphic design and content creation projects and ultimately in september early october i decided that i wanted to instead start a podcast um which at the time felt like just another person starting a podcast to talk aimlessly in the internet but for me it became more of a way to hold myself accountable to having interesting conversations and trying to meet new people as well as create content. Um, One of the reasons I started the podcast was because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do exactly. There's a couple different industries that I'm pretty interested in and I think I could find a lot of success in, but from a entrepreneurial standpoint, I've always been someone who likes to create and build and, and come up with creative ideas and creative problem solving. So I thought talking to different business owners and entrepreneurs who have found success by kind of having a vision and staying focused on it. I thought that would be my, um, my, the best way for me to kind of gain more insights into that. So decided ultimately that I wanted to start a podcast, started making the assets and the graphics, which I already had from Joy Rush Media, where I was doing some graphic design and video creations for other people and really just decided that okay this is something i want to do and i want to do 100 episodes and really give this a shot because at the end of the day whether or not this podcast becomes anything larger than myself or anything that i can kind of build a career on it is a way for me to talk to interesting people have conversations that I wouldn't have usually had and also gives me a a place to kind of share my ideas and my learnings and create content around that so so last year for my birthday I stopped using nicotine products that was kind of my birthday gift to myself of just like okay this is the end of that era 25 seems like a good of time as any to stop using these products I had struggled with that in the past with some breaks in between. I was just like, all right, let's just use our birthday as a catalyst for a change. Um, and that went really well. So for my birthday this year, I was like, all right, I think this could be another great catalyst for change. And so I decided to launch the podcast on my birthday with my friend Ben Giannis. Um, ben and I played high school sports together. I mean, I don't even know when we met each other, but I've known Ben and his family and his brothers for a very long time through school. And Ben also decided to go to Gettysburg where I went to college, um, Played lacrosse for a little bit, but we really just remained friends and would have breakfast frequently, see each other out a lot. Um, it's a pretty small school, so. But yeah, Ben, ben during COVID, decided to as you can you will you can listen to the episode if you want he tells this story better than I will but he decided to start making fitness content because he was super passionate about fitness and helping other people and and even coaching and when I moved out to Utah I reached out to Ben for a workout plan and he hooked it up sent me an excel sheet gave me a workout plan kind of structured towards my goals and then would check in with me and follow up so um Ben started doing that in 2020 during COVID and continued to expand until. I mean, I think he has one hundred and fifty thousand followers now, but he has a massive audience and he's running a cohort to teach. He's running a cohort to teach other uh, fitness entrepreneurs and fitness coaches how to coach and train their their athletes better. And also, I believe how to kind of do this content creation as well. So Ben was a real um, force for me to go and talk to about kind of developing an online presence and developing a business and what that process was like um, and a really great way to kind of enter podcasting. Um, So that was amazing. As far as having my first guest and being able to have a conversation and make it be a friend. So it was super easy to lean into and just start that process. And then Alden Bosmajian, my old advisor, uh, and he's an Ironman and teacher. He was another person that I thought to reach out to for for their story. I mean, becoming an Ironman athlete and training for that stuff, it takes a certain mental toughness. Uh, and he's always been an extremely disciplined and, and well-educated guy. So I thought that would be another person to talk to. Um, As far as just picking their brain, hearing about their story. Uh, I talked to my uncle last week and he was referencing that we all kind of have these different chapters of success and struggle. And that anyone you talk to will have kind of a darker chapter of where they were going up against some kind of challenge. and not really sure what direction they were headed or what they wanted to do. And that slowly over time they were able to figure it out. But that in the moment it's all you can think about. But then when you're out of it. You can't really remember how it even felt. Um, So kind of talking to him about that chapter and his and Alden Bosmajian's change from uh, being a finance guy in 2008 to going back to school to getting his. um, I don't even remember what the degree is to teach, but going back to school to getting his degree to teach and then starting teaching and and. Starting his uh, his love for running and coaching and then eventually into Ironman. So um, that was a really great second conversation to have and then uh, I thought kind of a a Hail Mary throw for one of my favorite YouTube chefs that I started listening to in college Um, Steve Casado. Steven Casado, not another cooking show a lot of my favorite recipes have come from Steven he just has a way of telling stories and and sharing recipes that's captivating and really helps you understand what you need to do. I mean, I've I've looked at his videos and not even read the recipes and just kind of been able to figure out what I had to do for the meals without looking at the recipes because he does such a good job of showing you the kind of amount of food to prepare as well as just the process of cooking it. Um, So getting to pick his brain, I sent him an email kind of laying out what I thought would be the benefits of jumping on my podcast and spending my pitch was 10 minutes and 10 questions for him Um, but obviously he was very generous with his time and gave me closer to 40 minutes and then I produced some clips that he um, that he enjoyed one of them he reposted with Google Foods which was really amazing to see and yeah I mean that was another just kind of winging it great opportunity of I am really passionate about your brand and and your story, and I'd love to pick your brain and learn more and kind of being able to hear Stephen's story of kind of similar to what my uncle was saying, like a darker chapter of moving back in with his parents, using their kitchen to start this YouTube channel and just posting twice a week consistently for a long time until he started to gain some some traction and then uh, some brand partnerships and yeah, just kind of hearing his story of stress uh, to success was inspirational for any creator. I mean, seeing Alex Ramosi talk about his podcast of recording 100 episodes and not having a single one break 20 listens, and then on like 101, getting 4,000, 40,000 just kind of the way that doing podcasts for four years having no success and then eventually it taking off it just is inspirational to hear those stories of success and how that if you have a vision and you persevere you oftentimes can find success so that was a really great third episode to record um and then i can keep going down the line with ian compton and um and Lucas Marr with the Connect Clothing Store. And then Max Ramaport, Giada. Gabby Madden with Gabs, New York City. I mean, all of those people have found success in their own way with Ian going from professional skier to woodworker. Um, Max starting Giada out in L.A. with his friends going from a ghost kitchen to three, almost four now brick and mortar locations, Lucas starting the connect clothing store right before COVID with a loan and just really sending it. I mean, having $200 in the register and praying for a first successful day. That's the type of story that like you hear in the movies about the success of a different company. So, um, and then Gabby, but I mean, I can't imagine anything scarier than like starting a restaurant, one thing. Starting a restaurant in New York uh, is a complete other thing right before COVID, right during COVID, or I guess right after COVID, but still like not having a lot of certainty around what the environment is going to be like. So a lot of really cool inspirational stories about people just having a vision and figuring it out. Um, I was reading some Instagram posts the other day and they were talking about uh, the game not being... Like making the money or having the success, but the game and what makes it fun is the kind of struggling through the process and figuring it all out uh, as you go. The jumping off a cliff and having the, oh shit, I don't know what I'm doing moments, and then yet still figuring it out um, has been described as, as the fun part, the rewarding part, and kind of the game that you're playing in business. Um, so yeah, ultimately I started the podcast to have selfishly cool conversations for myself really learn from people and share those conversations that we've had in hopes that other people will find it inspiring and i mean eventually i'd like to turn it into something where i'm able to help other people who are trying to start their own businesses whether it's on the graphic design and content creation side being A consultant of sorts and helping them figure out what type of content that they can produce for their business or company and what finding like their groove for that i mean lucas um lucas has some of my favorite social media clips and his are all 360 camera clips so all from the first person and he looks a little ridiculous but it's also what makes it amazing because there's this other kid i follow that does these train videos and he is hilarious. And it's just him and his naturally excited reactions t- to these very specific European trains. Um, and it's all from a 360 head cam. But Lucas does unboxings and buyouts. And also he does like coin flips and shoot sh- like three point shots with this little basketball hoop he has for 50% off or $50 off. Um, Lucas kind of found his groove in his social media so being able to help other companies do that I think would be something I'd love to see come out from this uh, eventually but yeah at the moment I think it's just I have a goal of doing 100 podcasts I have a goal of finishing um, 10 episodes before the end of 2023 and doing 50 by the end of 2024 so This is kind of a longer-term thing and definitely something that I'm excited to continue. It is a little scary just talking to camera. This is my first solo episode, and it's easier than I thought it was going to be, but hitting the recording button certainly really awkward. I have white noise playing in my noise-canceling headphones right now because I hate the idea of hearing myself talk out loud and then being outside the door while I'm talking out loud because it's... Like I'm talking to you, whoever you are on the other end of this, taking your walk or driving or sitting in the office or commuting or, if you're like me, maybe waiting in the ski lift line from 8:30 in the morning to 11:30, just waiting, waiting for the avalanche mitigation to be done. Could be doing anything, but it's me talking to you and you're listening, and. That feels more natural but to think about someone outside the door like my brother or my roommate just listening to me chat endlessly into this void seems a little ridiculous but you know that's it is what it is it is a bit ridiculous to be talking to a void but what are you gonna do I'm not the first person to do it won't be the last so yeah that's kind of why I started the podcast uh through the 30-day challenge kind of not having a purpose and I feel at least with this there's more purpose it's not I don't have yet the clarity that I'm hoping for but I think through having these conversations by talking to other people and posting unique um, findings or insights that I get from these conversations I think I'll kind of figure it out as I go but just was really looking for a way to contribute to a portfolio and build something and, and build a community of entrepreneurs or business owners and people looking to start their own thing and I think so far I've done that I've got I think like 131 followers on Instagram and we've crossed the 100 listener 200 listener mark uh last week at least on Apple Music and Spotify combined and then YouTube's got another 100 or something um but you know seems like it's been a good ride so far slow building but like I said I'm doing this for me to share it with you and hopefully build it into something bigger but that's kind of why I started the podcast um I had some other points I wanted to make which one of them was really me thinking about my portfolio and building my portfolio um Over the past couple of years, I've had a very interesting ride as far as career and life and moving and it had me thinking a lot about and especially this job hunts had me thinking a lot about ways I could have set myself up for success in terms of documenting and uh, archiving the things that I've done and done a lot of graphic design, done a lot of video editing, music production over the past 10 years, I, I mean, I started mixing music in my freshman year study halls uh, on my computer. Before that, I was DJing grommet jams and small events in Vermont. But it got me thinking, how would I instruct, fre- forget freshmen in college, how would I instruct high schoolers to start uh, building a portfolio? and at least saving the things that they do because anything you do eventually will be worth something. You don't have to share it with the world on Instagram, but having a website where you have all the things you've done. Uh. So when I recorded my portfolio overview, I just pulled up a screen for anyone just using audio, um, but it basically, it's just an overview of my portfolio, which includes work for this actual podcast with links to the podcast, all the graphic design work I've done, and then it also includes other graphic design projects I've done, uh, rebranding for these podcasts, graphic design work I did at my old job, and all a link to all my music production stuff. It's super easy to add new things, and all you have to do is buy your domain name and hook it up and have an Adobe subscription. So this is I found this a super easy option for having a place to store all of your creations and be able to link it out to someone. So that's my suggestion. And now back to my spiel about content creation and making a portfolio. It's so easy to create a portfolio now that if your son or daughter likes drawing or making small pieces of art. I, have, uh, I met a girl at the coffee shop yesterday who was working there making my coffee and we got to talking about etsy and she makes like she makes custom hoodies and different drawings and just has a store and she said she had like a bunch of holiday um orders coming in and then i went and checked out her instagram page and she has a lot of content already posted but not as much as i thought and that got me thinking about like okay say your son or daughter likes to draw. I mean, even just them capturing a video of themselves, doing the actual piece, talking about what the inspiration was and then p- taking a picture of the final uh, graphic and then uploading it. Or if they like doing video edits, like in high school I did a lot of like videos for the like, lacrosse team or the football team. If I had written about that project and saved the video, I could have put that in my portfolio. I did a drone video for our high school's new football field revamp and got it like 90% done. Uh, I didn't have my commercial drone license, which was an issue. And the athletic director wanted me to get that. And I just pretty much had a finalized drone video that could have been used for commercial use if I had just taken that extra step and gotten my commercial drone license then I could have uploaded that, added it to my portfolio and just had another example of some skills that I've done and a product that I created using that skill. Um, So there's so many things that I would have wished I would have captured and, and put in a place collectively. I like I have hard drives from middle school and high school and college that are somewhere and probably have a lot of data on it that are cool images or or like videos or music production and that just will never see the light of day because I didn't put them in a place that's accessible so yeah I think if your son or daughter is interested in something and they do a lot of it not just posting on Instagram but capturing it and putting it on a portfolio like Adobe portfolio which I'm not sponsored by I just really like the fact that I can do this now for any projects I create Um, the fact that they can just capture all this and have it eventually for their internship applications, their job applications is critical. Like yesterday, I was looking at a team Gary V post, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He does, I mean, his content is massive. They put out like a hundred to 700 pieces of content a day across all of his companies and channels. And I was reading a post about the team that's behind Gary's specific content and strategy and two of the girls that work there were, they had internships with production companies and uh, did video shoots for school. And then um, eventually we started as a content creator and worked their way up. And now one of them is the head of strategy and platforms for Gary. And I was thinking like, all right, like I had a production internship in New York for a production company. And then I had a production, uh, an internship at The Late Show and worked a little bit with the digital team. But... If I had just saved those assets, made it more of a, more of a big deal and realizing that all these little experiences I have are worth sharing or at least being able to be referenceable, that could have been a major help in trying to secure a cool new internship or a new role and just being able to speak to that and show that there's a story and kind of a timeline. So yeah, I would say... If you're in high school or college and you're doing something that you think is cool and you're learning and making things, definitely create a portfolio and just start adding to it because you can always delete it, but you can never get it back if you don't save it. So um, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Like as far as my music goes, I wish I would have recorded more live sets and posted them or saved them. And I have probably 50 plus demos that are sitting on my computer that I mean, my computer's right over there, but they haven't seen the light of day and they might not because now is not the right time or now doesn't feel like the right time to be posting them because before felt like a closer time or a more reasonable time to post them. Um, so, yeah, I think. I think that's it i think that's a pretty good first solo episode covered a bunch of things that i wanted to talk about Um, i'm excited to keep having these conversations i've got some some cool conversations coming up with some some different people Um, one of them is not necessarily an entrepreneur or a business owner i'm starting to dip my toes in the water of talking to everyday people who have careers that they like. I mean, this is the Joy Rush podcast, and my whole spiel and idea around it was finding people that find joy in their work and have found either their purpose or their calling or something that they feel very connected to. So I'm going to talk to someone in a branding role for a a large uh, tech company, and then I've got some other cool conversations coming up that I'm excited to share, but... For now, I hope you guys enjoyed this one-on-one, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks.